The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host Hello. Devin. Hello Devin. So Hello. as of, uh, other than, differently than last week, which we took like five minutes before we got to the quote, <laughs> what do you have for us today? It was much more fun last week. It was. Yeah, we, we just got straight into drinking. <laughs> All <laughs> me, just got really loud. Oh, well, yeah. Well, what are we going to do? Everyone <laughs> can safely, slowly turn their volumes back up. In your vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm, all right. We have stories about ourselves, and those are not who we are. We have stories about the work, and those are not what the work is. Yeah. Okay. So stories about ourselves, but that's not who we are. And stories about the work, but that's not what the work is. Right. Our perception of those things usually isn't uh, what it is, right? Uh, like we have this thing built up in our mind about all, most things, right? But the way yeah. we walk around thinking we are isn't how other people see us. Right. Yeah. That's uh yeah, I think um that's interesting like there's you have a perspective that's different like in your head your perspective of yourself is a certain way yeah you're like um and no one knows what you think about yourself necessarily because it's not necessarily polite to tell people the truth about what you think about yourself uh-huh. you, you know what i mean it's like it's it's yeah. either depressing and oversharing or like this guy's an arrogant prick Right, you know, I, you have uh, to, you have yeah. to balance and all the things that come into your head. You just balance them. How, how, are, I want people to receive this as best as possible. Right. We've all thought uh, it's funny. We've all thought things really great about ourselves, and and right. pretty bad about ourselves. I think so, but but you just don't spit that out. Right. Yeah. You gotta you gotta like kind of hit the middle <laughs> ground and keep it about there. I um I remember when we were younger, and I still do, I still say this sometimes, but um. It would be like, like we were very, um, 
we were a very proud family, like the four brothers. Like we were really like we were really proud to be brothers. We're really proud to be O'Hara's. We're proud to be Irish. You know, like mm-hmm. we really liked ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember saying to people, I was like, we don't think we're better than anyone else. We just really love ourselves. <laughs> we're just really happy to be who we are, and we're happy to like you know be in this world as O'Hara's and as Irishmen and you know and brothers and. <laughs> Now, I think that was maybe me saying that to make myself feel good because I definitely think that we probably thought we were better than other people. <laughs> but it's not like we came from, you know, a background that would be like, oh, we're, you know, we have a lot of money and we have a lot of, you know, status so we're better because we obviously did not. It was just, <laughs> but, I uh, think, and there was a lot of, I think, especially when you have four brothers, it's like, it's like helping everyone get to a certain level. You have this right. constant, like, community of people going no you can do it come on come on right yeah oh, I, it's not you're and, just in your own head and, all the time you yeah have, <laughs> instead of the self-defeatist thing you have oh my brother can do it so i can do it yeah, we're the same thing right. pretty much you know he, he's around the same yeah, side exactly. I, am. I saw him how'd you do that let me see that <laughs> you know, I can, now i know how I to can do, do it my yeah. brother can do it i can do it yeah uh, yeah i like that because yeah, that's we kind of you know it's that uh communal knowledge Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know somewhere in our family we know how to do that thing that you need help doing (laughs) or like i need help doing so one of us will know you know what is it is it a car thing i'll call drew (laughs) is it like uh is it a like a a house thing i'll call dad is it a you know like is it a mental thing or like a spiritual (laughs) or strong strength thing i'll call derek (laughs) if it's a technology thing or a camera thing or a or a sports thing, I'll call you. <laughs> or who knows? You know, it's like everyone's got. We all have like something to contribute. That's a little different, right? Between the four, and uh, yeah, that's always been a pleasure to have. So, <laughs> us thinking that there's definitely people out there who think we're assholes. Maybe for you yeah. saying that out loud, or just in general, you mm-hmm. ever, everyone has an enemy who just doesn't like you. Um, that's weird. Whether you know it or not, people have like, <laughs> yeah, these people out there, and then also so with your work. Now I I remember I um recorded like an album with my band just in the basement and mm. we were happy with it but you're usually happy with it cuz you've done so much work and you hear it right from nothing it's almost like when a student creates a student film or you do your first big painting it's just like I've never done this and now it's fully done Mm-hmm. So you're slightly biased about just finishing something. Like, hey, I wrote a song and right. recorded it and did this, and now it's like I can play it on iTunes. Like, isn't this amazing? <laughs> you might, you know, The song might not be amazing, but you're just excited that it's been done. Yeah, the accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. a buddy of mine yeah. who was in a punk band who was pretty successful, like um, he said, your, your album – your music is never as bad as you think it is. And it's never as good as you think it is. <laughs> it's just tempering your expectations. But that was perfect. Cause I thought right then, like, yeah, it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's also, if I have down moments about how bad I think it is, you know, it's, it's probably right. somewhere in the middle. So just don't worry about it. Like you made something I think was his point. Right. I hear often. I hear people talk about, like really like hating their work or hate like thinking they're trash. And I, I don't really ever remember feeling that, uh, strongly 
like a really strong dislike about any of the work that I've ever done. Yeah. And maybe that's just my personality. Like I'm a pretty easygoing guy. You know, I'm not like a, I don't hold myself to like a super high level of like, it has to be done perfect or, you know, it's trash, you know, like, yeah. You know, people say they have like, you know, if I just think about the knife making, you know, kind of community, it's like, yeah, I have like hundreds of knives that I've just thrown away because they're trash. Like (laughs) I don't, I don't really have that. I mean, you know, it's like, I think, I think maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the artistic side, right. That I like, maybe I, I work slowly up to something. So I'm not like rushing into it. Or if I do, I have the, the, the artistic mindset first, you know, and maybe cause I developed that kind of you know, composition and, uh, r- relationships and things that like, even if, you know, I, I've obviously, I look back and see my early knives and I see like early things I made and I see all the flaws in them now. Um, but I think at the time, you know, it's like there's progress. And like you said, there's like a level of satisfaction of finishing what you did. You know, like, oh, there's this thing, right? right I did it. Of course, you see like, right. Yeah, I did it. You know, I see there are some things that I could change and get better. But I never really was like, oh, this is complete trash. Or like, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm just a loser today. Right. You know, no, like, I, I, I don't have that we, mindset. We got lucky know? in that. I think that's our whole family's temperament. That mm-hmm. is just our mental. We're We're lucky where we don't have this either anxiety or depression or doubting yourself that doesn't necessarily i mean everyone gets some of that but it doesn't right. i don't yeah. think at least not for me and not to, you know not for you and i don't think for derek or drew or our parents there's not this it's it's more of a hey look i did a thing and it's cool and we know right. it can be better of course it can be better and we're hoping it we hoping and we know it will get better so we go maybe that's it that it's, it's right. just a confidence in yourself going if I keep up with it, it will get better and I will find some improvements. Mm-hmm. And maybe if it doesn't much, then I'll move on to something else. But so right. it's a lucky, t- I think we all have that. Like I've never been, there's people who, yeah, who hate like, Oh, so stupid. So bad. I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with, it. like I get excited when I'm done videos because right. I, I yeah. rewatch the whole thing. And when it all works, I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. this is good. I'm not saying it's the best thing ever. I'm saying I'm happy with the thing I made. Like it's right. like you're able to like stop working on it and put it. Yeah, out like I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm like, oh, this is great. This came out great. Like, I'm excited. Right. I'm not bragging. I'm saying what we both did is, it's turning out well. It's turning out how I hoped it would turn out. Right, and maybe that's the thing too. Maybe it's the positive outlook. You know, the the optimists mm-hmm. in us, where it's like, oh, look at this. This turned out really good on this. You know, and it's like you can kind of. Uh, maybe maybe you can kind of you know turn a blind eye to the things that didn't turn out as well, and you know you can focus on the things that did turn out well, and just think about okay, those other things that didn't turn out well, I can fix next time. Or, yeah, or or yeah, or you yeah. keep working on it instead of bitching. Right. Like, yeah. Bitching is fun sometimes, but or I'll just say, oh, this part's good, this part's good, and this part needs some work. I don't know why it just doesn't feel right. right. I'm gonna keep editing it, or I'll re-edit it. Maybe I'll slap a different song on it. Maybe no song at all. And then that's usually actually that's probably when I, when you've worked out the kinks, then you brag a little bit, right? You're, you're just yeah. Like, oh, oh, it does work. Like, hey, look, it worked. I wasn't sure about this a little bit, but right. hey, look, look yeah. how it. This is actually it, it's come together now. Right, and yeah, and also I guess maybe you know like enough, uh, enough like personal consideration wherewithal to know when to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, I've gone a little bit too far. I need to stop. 
or I need to like put this aside or just start over, you know, like, is it worth it to keep going if it, if I know it's not going to turn out how I want it to, you know, so you just stop instead of getting like frustrated or, or completing something that's not, you know, that's subpar. It's like, okay, well, let me just try again. Right. You know? And I think, you know, I think that's a good, it's a good mentality for makers is understanding when you have pushed it as far as it can go before you need to just abandon and, and try again. You know, maybe that's, or maybe that's even just a, like a, a maker mindset of, do, do you finish it because is finishing what's important or is it like feeling like you have a level of satisfaction or, or a, a level of finish that you're happy with, you know, or is it just like, okay, let me finish this one out and that way I can move on to the next one and I have this one done and I can see the things that turned out. Like, I will say that not often do I feel really down about the work that I do, but I will often hit things that I do that piss me off along the way. Right. I'll like make a mistake I'm like, damn it. You know, like, ah, uh, like it was going so well, you know, it's not, it's not like, oh, I feel like shit. It's just, uh, I made this mistake and I know like I, I could have avoided it or right. like I shouldn't have made the mistake. Like I think the things that piss me off the most, or at least I get the most frustrated with is when I'm like grinding knives or doing something and I like just go too far. I like, I hold it a weird way or <laughs> I drop it, you know, and like a piece chips off or something like that. And then I'm like, motherfucker, you know, like <laughs> screaming in my respirator. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think, you know, that's, that's, that's more of a in the moment thing, you know, like, oh, I made that mistake again. Yeah. It's, but, um, or, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. But uh, just carry on. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. People here, I'll say those positive stuff better and shit, but then it's, yeah. They're like, it's yeah. not that good. We don't, you know, I, I see <laughs> yeah, it or right. whatever. Like, and that's fine because it's not what. <laughs> that's why you know you can't yeah. control what other people. That's why you do have to make it for yourself, right? Because that's the right. That's the only way you know it's. That's all you can do. Yeah, you can't chase yeah. anybody else's stuff, and like you got to avoid like just straight. Copying other people. Just right. don't. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you need somewhere to start and you got a genre of thing you like to do, yeah, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, right. And ever, ever, yeah, make a couple copies yeah, and, and, and you know, put yeah, them aside yeah, as a yeah. learning and tool. Then, you know, like, and then yeah. stop. Don't mm-hmm. don't intentionally rip someone off. It will happen on its own, and I think that's okay. Right. You will do things subconsciously that's ripping people off. And right. then exactly, then yeah, you, you can't help you find it, out right? later, yeah. like, oh yeah, that's definitely this style. Or I was right. definitely doing this technique that this person does, but maybe don't try to, don't go, yeah, don't go I, in it following <clears throat> the exact style of, of whatever you're into, Un- unless it is a more technical right. art, like hanging an axe, and yeah, you're going to do it exactly how someone, like if someone wants to learn and they watch the hanging an axe video that you did, they're going to follow right. closely, cause, but that's, that's a whole different thing, it's like utilitarian, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a, it's a process mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if you want to change a tire, you're going to change a tire. Like someone else, exactly the same way someone else you did because it's a process. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, this is no time you know. for a flourish. Just, <laughs> just, yeah, right. I'm going to leave one lug nut just a little bit <laughs> loose. Little, see, see what right? happens. This, this is my style. My car bounces down the highway. I only do four out of five lug nuts. <laughs> and I don't know which one. Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, like, I think we are, either consciously or unconsciously continually, 
you know, learning and gaining inspiration from everything around us, you know, and you naturally you're going to see things that you really like. And a, a good example of that is, um, I am really drawn to geometric handles on knives. So when I see people making knives with geometric handles that have cool, like angles and things, I'm like, Oh, that looks awesome. And I'll look through more of their work, you know, and I'll be like, Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. And then all those things are just in my filing cabinet, in my brain, you know, like, all those shapes, all those relationships, all those angles, all those things that I've seen mm-hmm. have hold a little place in there some way. And that way, when I go back and I'm in the Rolodex of my brain thinking of ideas <laughs> and drawing out a new design, you know, I'm, I'm pulling from all of those other things that I've ever looked at that inspired me. So, you know, inevitably you're going to look at something or you see someone's work and you're like, oh, that looks like this other thing that I've seen because everyone's seen all the other things. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they're all just, you know, there's, there's not a, um, what was it? I was listening to another podcast recently. They were talking about original ideas, you know, like, well, there is, there are no original ideas because everything's already been done, you know, like, well, that's kind of what they said a hundred years ago when they're like, you know, we can't, there, there are no more inventions to be made. Everything's been invented or it was 150 years ago. I think I've heard that they were going to, they were going to stop the, the patent office, you know, cause all, cause there were no more patents to be made, you know, Uh, it was like, (laughs) yeah, but I was watching, um, the uh, uh, Get Back documentary. Mm-hmm. It's so good. If you guys haven't seen it and you like Beatles at all, it's it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, but it's towards the end. They're all trying to decide what to do with, like, they got a bunch of good songs in the can. And they're, like, jamming out and they're listening to them. And then someone says, like, hey, we should, um, why don't we just put this one out as a signal, sing, single? And we'll use all the, some of the photos that we've been taking, you know, and some of the footage, make a little music video and do it and, and put this out. It might have been like Get Back or something. Right. And they were like, we could have it out by this day or whatever. It was like four days from then. Let's just do it. Jeez. I think it's good enough. Let's just do it. And uh, someone in the in the recording studio, I forget the exact quote. It's much better than the way I'm going to say it. But and it, it, it sounds simple, but it's like the best time to do the idea is right away. Right. Don't like all these ideas float around. And if you're lucky enough to like catch something that is mm-hmm. like you think that for some reason it's been given to you as like an inspiration, just do it. Don't do not wait if you can. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's why when I'm, when, I mean, I think of that a lot when I think of projects or ideas or any of that, like, you know, me, I'm always like, Hey, what if we did this crazy thing or shot this or did this type of show? Or maybe and like, it's cause I feel like when you get those, not that they're any super original thing, it's just like, let's just do it. Why not? Like if you can, right. Let's, let's, the the yeah. best time to do this idea is like right now. And if you don't, it'll just go down the road and not get done. And or you'll see it. It's all those things that we've all like seen. And you're like, oh, that was my idea. And it's right, like, you, know, exactly. you thought of that four years ago and didn't do anything <laughs> to make it happen. So it's not right. your idea. <laughs> <laughs> you had, the, you had the, the grace to get that idea four years ago. And someone somewhere right. was like, here's your idea. Here's your chance. The inspiration and was dropped into like 100 people's heads. <laughs> and this person got it over the finish line. <laughs> yeah, like that um the more I think about the quote, it's just that's a really good mindset. It's it's just an interesting way to think about the way we live our lives that we're we're looking out of the 
perspective of our own brain, our own mind. So everything we see and do is going to be, is going to be different than whatever else anyone else sees because we're seeing it in our perspective with all of the back information, all the inspiration we've ever had, everything is there, you know, compiled behind what we're seeing right. and doing. And, and no one else. And so like someone else sees it from the no, outside. Yeah, yeah. No one else on the earth knows you that way. So that's not right. nece- That's not who you are. The way right. you think you are is not who you are necessarily. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, the 10,000 people that you meet over your life all see you in a different way. Right. So, yeah. you know, so why is your your perspective? I mean, you do have all, like, you do have the background stuff, but. Yeah. The way people see you is how, what you are to them. That's, and that is a part of you. Yeah. Um, I was telling you, we were talking right before we started recording that I was, I was talking to one of my students or a couple of my students today. And they, they asked me if I follow icy spice spicy ice maybe is that was it just don't try it sounds worse when you try <laughs> spicy ice oh, the, the, the puff they the were puff like diddy. i just can't remember what they said i think he said spicy ice or whatever and i'm like what is that you know like what am i i don't understand what you're saying <laughs> like yeah. is this uh is this a drink is this a, a tv show is it a person you know and they're like no it's a celebrity i'm like okay no, I don't know who this is and I don't follow a celebrity. <laughs> it's like not something I'm interested in, but in my mind and I'm like, okay, well, they're like, well, who do you follow? I'm like, well, I follow mostly makers and people who, you know, have YouTube channels and do similar things to me, things, things I'm interested in. So I'm like, I follow knife makers. I follow YouTubers. And I'm like, okay, do you guys know who, you know, Colin Furs is? And they're like, no. I was like, do you know who Jimmy Duresta is? No. You know, it's like, do you know who Alex Steele is? No. These are all you know, YouTubers that have, over 2 million, you know, subscribers, like people that, yeah, huge channels. Right. And they're like, no. And, uh, and so again, that's, that's that, like everything I do and say and think is all backed with all of this knowledge you know, all this stuff that's in my mind. It's like, Oh, if I do something, I'm like, Oh, I'm doing it like this. And that, you know, this reminds me of Jimmy Duresta, but no one else sees that or knows that I'm thinking that. So that's not the way they see it. Right. That's not who I am to them right <laughs> it's interesting it is interesting i think that's kind of cool um go ahead you're gonna say something. um no that, that's it yeah and the work you do it's, yeah. it's not some people say it's not even your own because people right. take it and they think that's why sometimes you shouldn't explain your work like especially if you get movies and songs and stuff just who cares who cares why i wrote it right like right you whatever you're thinking that, that that's what it is that's kind of what it means like don't don't show how the sausage is made too much. Like, I hate that. Then when directors yeah. start, then it sounds pompous. To directors right. like, well, I use this to um, highlight the the plight of this, or I like did this to show like there was a revolution in 1910 going on, and this is the Protestant side, and this is like, it's like no, 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 that's not what it is. <laughs> or maybe that's the thing. And then you'll just get like, that's not how I saw it at all. So you shouldn't feel stupid. Right. You shouldn't feel stupid about how you, what your perceives, yeah, what your perception of what it was, because that's valid too. Like, it's right. hitting you in a different way. That's art. That it's supposed to yep. hit you a different way, right? Because yeah, it is. This piece is yours, kind of, as much as it is the creator's. It's meant to be viewed, right. and it's meant to be interpreted by other people. Yep. Yeah, that's. 
uh, my, <clears throat> I don't know when I, when I thought of this or who said it to me, if it was something that was part of a discussion or a critique at one point in my life throughout all of my art education, but I've come to the conclusion that art is not, it, art is what happens between the piece and the viewer. Mm. That is the art. That's, that's the experience of art. Right. So it's not like once once the artists finished that piece, they put it out in the world and then there's this interaction between the viewer and that thing. And that's when the art is happening, you know, like and so that that's like that. Right. That is that it doesn't matter when the artist puts it out there. That's it. It's out in the world. Right. You've you've taken whatever it is inside of you and you've put it onto a canvas and you put it out in the world. And then and then with the intention that someone else is going to look at it and they're going to have a relationship with it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hopefully an emotional relationship and they feel something about it. And that's the exciting part of art is that relationship between the piece and the viewer and the experience. You know? Yeah. The, um, have you ever felt bad about really hating on a certain piece of like a certain thing? And later come back and going like, I was too harsh. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a um, antique mall near near me, the one in Westminster. Mm-hmm. And then there was, you could you know you could buy out booths and you put whatever you wanted there. And this person had bought off a whole corner, and done this, these paintings, which I did not like. And I was, like, making fun of. And, I mean, it's just between me and my wife. That's the person you should make fun of stuff with, really. If you can't with them, (laughs) and if you can't be, like, totally free with the way you make fun of stuff with your significant (laughs) other. I mean, that's that's why they're there. You can say the jokes (laughs) and the things you wouldn't normally say to other people. Yeah, you're just going to explode if you don't. you got to let it out somewhere. You're already stuck with me. I'm going to tell you all the crazy things I think. (laughs) <laughs> and then, right. <laughs> but many times, for some reason, no one heard me. I don't think, but I right. feel it made me feel bad later on, because I'm like this mm. person decided to spend their money to buy out a whole like a whole booth. So who knows? I don't know, fifty to a couple hundred bucks a month, like, and they right. put out all their their art, and I just like shit all over because I didn't think it was. Good enough, right? You know, it, it, it looked right. amateur, and it looked uninspired, yeah. and it looked like it was copying other things. So things I maybe maybe I see it as laziness, or it's boring, right. you know. But I don't know why. But later on, I've thought about it many times. I'm like, man, I feel so bad for <laughs> for being so nasty, <laughs> like because <laughs> it is. It's it's whatever. It's your thing. I can make fun of it, but like. Who, who cares you went out and did a thing like i shouldn't have been so mean (laughs) so um i am currently taking a psychology class it's the last course for my certificate uh, program thing i'm doing for you know for teaching and um it's like psychology 201 or something and uh our one of our first assignments was to take a personality test and then, you know, go over the personality tests, you know, and then, and then comment about it. And this is a, uh, this is a young, youngian, J-U-N-G mm-hmm. personality test. Um, and there's, uh, there are four areas that they kind of assess you on. It's extrovert or introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what's it's like sensing i forget what the, the parallels are but it's uh it's like whatever so there are four things and i got i got these four things i got that i'm 38 percent extrovert which means like if I was 0% extrovert, I'd be right in the middle between extrovert and introvert, mm-hmm. right? So zero is like if I'm 100% extrovert, I'm like all the way on the far right side, right? As opposed to the far left side. So 38% extrovert. So I'm um, 1% sensing, and I can't remember, sensing over intuition, mm-hmm. which is crazy because I'm really close to the middle between sensing and intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, 6% thinking over feeling, and then 16% judging over perceiving. Um, and so when you asked me, like, have I, have I, has there been a time where I've kind of been overcritical of somebody and then later thought about it, right. And felt bad about it. Um, and I, I don't really think I've ever had that experience happen. I think because I'm very, uh, like mindful of why someone has done something. So as an example, um, and this is one that a lot of artists joke about is Thomas Kincaid, the painter Thomas Kincaid, right? He does these very like yeah, I mean, yeah, niche, you, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. So like Thomas Kincaid is this painter and he has this like thing that he's done and you know but all the time that I talk about and think about that, I also know that like to be able to paint the way he does paint, he has a, a certain amount of talent, right? He's got talent, he can paint those things. They're very like cliche and you know like the colors are crazy but you know that's he's made a conscious decision to do this to market himself and then you know and has found a way to kind of do this you know and people really like those paintings there there are millions of people that have thomas kincaid's paintings in his in their houses you know copies or whatever it is and um so like that was one of the ones i was thinking about i was like okay yeah maybe it's thomas kincaid but i think that i also would like i i don't judge so far right i'm not i'm not like hot or cold i'm kind of lukewarm when it comes to the way i think about the world you know i'm kind of somewhere in the middle i'm like okay i understand why you did this that's why like that's why i don't like politics because it's so divisive it's so one or the other and i'm very in the middle like i'm very like yeah but i can see the positives and negatives of everything right that's all floating around in my head (laughs) so like i was responding to a discussion post about write about yourself, write it, what did you learn based off of this thing? Have you taken personality tests before? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I've kind of learned that I'm kind of a vanilla, you know, like personality. Like I'm kind of right in the so, middle, you know, I'm not a hot or so cold. You don't, you don't have hot takes on stuff. Not really. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel passionate about like, about injustice, you know, like those type of things. <laughs> when I think something's wrong, you know, or someone's mm, doing something oh, wrong yeah, or yeah, being a bad yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. That that bothers me like mm-hmm, hotly, mm-hmm. but but even still like I'm I, I, it's not like a I'm not gonna call someone out right away because I I'm like oh you're doing horrible like I'm gonna think first and be like why are they doing this or <laughs> is it because they're a bad person blah 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 and then I'll react to it right I'm gonna like think about the situation first and I think most people are somewhere along those lines but people also are very reactive you know and I'm not I'm not very reactive I'm kind of a I kind of assess the situation and then I make a decision on whether I'm going to react one way or another. I think, you know, that's kind of what I think. And that kind of shows in my personality test, but it's also the fact that my personality test is like kind of right in the middle, right? Other than extrovert says I'm 38%, right? That's that, that's kind of far to the extrovert side. I like being around people. I like going out. I like doing stuff. I like talking. I I don't mind being the center of attention. That test was filled out by you. 
Right. Right. So th- that yep. the personality that you think you have is <laughs> through the lens of your perception of what you are. <laughs> right. right. People might and not the way, think the, you're so yeah. healed that you are. Right. In my opinion, but uh, some people have dealt with you. I'm definitely sure some of your students have thought for some reason that mm-hmm. you know Mr. O'Hara wasn't even keel today he was a jerk why did he come at me like that that's not fair right yeah so their yeah. perception yeah. is also correct to a degree you know one thing i don't yeah. like about yeah personality tests or any of those is because once you do the one thing whenever in your life mm. from there mm. on you just go well i'm a this mm-hmm. i'm a this this is mm-hmm. just how i am Yep. You know, or like, this is my love language, or this is this, or, you know, people have these things. That they, yeah, this is just how I, this is who I am. They find out know, from like some, something.com yeah. or some old, you know, it could be a 30-year-old <laughs> blah, blah, blah test. And you yeah. do it from then on until who knows when. You, yeah, you're stuck you're in stuck that stuck role. stuck in this thing. And then everything you yep. do towards that thing, it's justified. Right. Like, yeah. I'm just outspoken. That's just what I am. I can't help it. Like, it's, <laughs> I did a test. Yeah, that's just who like, I am. Like, like I'm like, a bitch. That's my personality. Like, I'm just yeah, bitchy. Right. And I, you know, I can't help if I have to express myself. Because <laughs> I took an online test on, on what I think I am about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, um, actually, one of the, so one of the, you know, when we, when I do discussions for online classes, and it's always, you know, it's like, write a discussion you know you put it put an entry into the discussion and then you respond to a couple other people's posts and one of the guys that i responded to talked about um he was like this is my you know these are my four categories this is how it came up this is the type of blah 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 i am and you know this is what i learned from myself and he said and that's also like i i know in the past that i was this but as i have grown i have changed and uh, now i'm more this and i thought that was pretty interesting that he was able to like do that right because i think what you're saying is people are usually like oh this is just the who i am you know i'm always going to be this way and he wasn't he was like oh it's just cool to see that like over the years i've changed i used to be this way i used to be much more on the emotional side now i'm more on the sensitive sensing side or something you know like i was like oh that's cool you know i like the fact that it can change you know as long as you're honest and you can like you know take an honest test whatever you know but yeah i just think yeah i just thought that was interesting he was willing to be like yep i used to be this way and i'm this way you know I'm, I'm because I've changed or grown or, you know, see the world differently and willing to, you know, that makes sense. Cause like as you grow, when you're a child, when you're adolescent, your brain is very, very selfish. You know, it's like you're, you're, you are the center of your own universe mm-hmm. and nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. And then as you grow, that changes and you're, and then eventually it's like, well, everything else matters more than me. And what am I going to do to make sure that I leave something behind that matters, you know, because it's not me anymore. You know, it's like, Right, you have kids. Yeah. It's, it changes your, yeah. your worldview. Right, exactly. It's, yeah, you have people who depend on you. You know, like. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I we we were recording tonight before we did the podcast. We were or doing shooting, you know, yeah, shooting yeah. in the shop. Yeah, shooting, and uh, uh, we shot for what fifty minutes or something. <laughs> A little record, bit of time. It's man. Oh my gosh, I'm so so busy right now. Everything in my life is really busy right now. <laughs> Just and it's a it's a deadlines too because uh, I'm like uh, coming up on deadlines on my senior show. We're doing a show for my seniors that's coming up, you know, in a couple weeks. And then uh, I just had 
my yearly observation, you know, form observation as a teacher. And then I have, uh, you know, um, standardized testing things that I had to do for my students. And then I have uh, spring break coming up. So we're leaving. And then, you know, I got to get ready for that. Like last night I was uh, cleaning and sharpening skis and snowboards and packing because I'm leaving, you know, on Saturday morning. I don't feel bad for get that ready part. For... It's, it's just... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just it's just all the stuff. I had to clean right? up all my toys like, that we're gonna have fun with. It's like it's well, like it's, I had to pack it's just away all, all deadlines. I had to right? pack away all my cash. There's cash laying everywhere. <laughs> I had to spend some time packing my cash. I had away. to wrap all my hundreds into stacks. Well, it was like okay, if I'm leaving on Saturday and I need to take all this stuff with yeah, me, then then you know, and I'm shooting with you on Thursday night, and then we're recording the podcast, and then I'm shooting on, with you on Friday night. Then I'm leaving on Saturday morning. Yeah. When do I have time to do this other stuff? You know, so it's like, uh, uh. but yeah. So we're shooting tonight. I and I had my uh, I had a after school club till five. Went till about five ten. Got here at you know five forty, and then you came over at around <laughs> s- around that time, and then we I started. G- I gave you some it. extra time because I had to stop at McDonald's and, and feed my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> and you got me some food. I appreciate got, it. And food for my of daughter. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so then you got here and we shot from six fifteen to seven, like on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we left off so we were shooting um we've shaped the spike for the gunstock war club and then today we were start we were actually insetting it the the tang into the war club so actually like get it set in and uh so i had this idea i would i would drill a couple holes and then burn in the tang which is always kind of fun right because it's smoky and fire and you know it's a fun way to do it and usually works pretty well to do a pretty you know accurate hole um, so I kind of drilled in two at two angles, hoping it would go in. And I think I, I realized as I was drilling it in the drill press that it was following the hole of the first one. So I knew it wasn't going to be a great a tang hole, but I figured, okay, I'll burn it in. We made it about halfway down. It's a, like two and a half inch tang. So we made it about halfway down and then you had to go. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay. I was like, I just had to go, you know, cause, cause you had Maeve with you and you know, she's got to go to bed and blah, blah, blah. So, um, it probably took me 13 more minutes to finish that tangle. Oh. Yep. Because <laughs> as you were getting ready to leave, I was just drilling it out, and I could feel that I was going oh, down. Yeah. I was winding yeah, that yeah, hole yeah, really well. Yeah. So I was just like, and then I, I heated up the tang and burnt it in two more times, and it went perfectly. Do you, and so it's like seated all the way now. Can you do one more? Uh, I can... Sure, I could do it for the for the smoke and the fire. Yeah, right. We need one more shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was like, oh, I was like, it went in so so well. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to do this one more time. Or do you just be like, oh, that's it, and I'd be like, wait, what happened? You burned it, and you were halfway, and now you're yeah. done. Yeah, maybe for one more um, shot, just like do it half. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. So you don't want to open it too I, much. Now that's the thing. I. Yes, I would tend to say that if I do it more, it's going to open up too much, but it's already pretty, pretty open. <laughs> like, so if I open up more, it's really not affecting much because it's just more you're epoxy. Still, that's yeah, gotta you're fill still going to have to epoxy and you're still going to have to pin it. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. The tank, the hole is not very tight. Like I always want it to be really tight and it's not very tight, but it is what it is. So, yeah. So I was kind of pushing it down in and because usually when you burn in a tang, you have your... Uh, you have the knife blade clamped in a vise. You heat up the tang, and then you take the handle and you slide the handle down onto the tang. I couldn't 
do that because the, um, or no. So what I wanted to do because, because the gun stock is a lot bigger, like, you know, to be able to hold that thing up and push it down is kind of weird. So I was like, okay, well maybe I can heat up the knife and hold the knife and push it into the wood. But the way that the point is, it's just too short and, and I, you know, it's, I can't really hold it. I, you know, I'd have to hold it with tongs or something and try to push it or, you know, have a wet rag. And it's just like not ideal. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll still do it the typical way. Clamp the blade in a vice, heat up the tang and push it on. But because of the awkwardness of the size of the rest of the gunstock war club, it's like, as it was pushing it down on, it's bending a little bit forward and a little bit back. And it's just burning that hole a little wide. So. So the hole's not great. So we'll just have to have to do some uh, epoxy, maybe mix in some you know black powder or something. So it's just like a dark, which would be nice anyway. That's kind of what I was thinking I'd do. Um, so it'll just fill it in. But yeah, and, and like so I can burn it. Again, right. I it's guess. it's not a yeah. It's a, it's a spike on the end of a club. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you're. I mean, it's it can deal with a little bit of uh, um, yeah. not perfect fit necessarily. Yeah, it's not a it's not a knife to a bolster where you're gonna look at the shiny, you know, that connection really close. It's, you know, it's it's funny. So I was um, looking afterward at a few different places and other people who have done gunstock war clubs and kind of zooming in on that transition. And a lot of people, it's like the the blade doesn't even sit flush to the wood, or you know, it's like it's just a the hole doesn't have. It's they just the accuracy just is not, it's not like a knife, you know, <laughs> like, right. you know, I think that's because it's just like wood in the metal people, you know, put it in. It's, you know, I tried to find ones and there are some ones that are really good and there are some, you know, and I probably could have, I mean, I'm not probably, I know that's the other thing, right? This takes us back to the, like, it, am I really down on myself for the way it turned out. No, because I know that like, yeah, it could have turned out a different way, but this way is going to be work. It's going to work perfectly fine, you know, and I'll be perfectly happy with it because in the grand scheme of things, it's one little thing in this whole thing. That's actually going to be really nice when it's done. And I know that, you know, because I can see the way it's going to turn out. I can see the beautiful grain, you know, and I can see the cool shape and I can see the relationship between the size of the thing, you know, the size of the gun stock and the spike and all these other things that I know I'm going to be really happy with. So the things that are, didn't turn out perfectly, I'm able to like, just kind of ignore those. (laughs) Like, "Eh, just put that in the background. I'm not worried about that little thing because all those other things turn out really cool. You know, fit isn't the main focus. It's all the, the decoration mm-hmm. on the club mm-hmm. and all that, and then the wood and and um, right, yeah. It's like focusing, yeah, and the finish, yeah. you know, doing like a nice shiny finish or something, you know, or cool patterning or all those other things, right? I know that all these other things are going to turn out really cool. So, yeah, no, it'd be great, you know, and and doing that burn in too, you know, it's not an exact thing. Just right. that process yeah. in general, you're just burning the wood around it and pushing down force. It is not a Right. An exact science with files and being perfect in this. Right. It's, it's, yeah, and fire. Like, <laughs> right. It's exactly. Okay, it's in. Like, that's it. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, most people, when they burn in a handle or burn in a tang, they're putting a bolster on top of that mm-hmm. because, you know, you're putting something between the hole and 
the blade so you don't see the hole. Right. And because it's not an exact and, and So the fact that it'll be there is like that might have been the way they did right. it, you know, back in the day, you know? Like how do you put a hole in a gunstock war club if you're a Native American and you don't have a drill press? You know, like <laughs> – I don't know. How do you do it? You you heat it up and stick it in. You yeah, know, like use whatever else you can. Yeah, get use an awl to make a hole. And yeah, right. Yeah. So no, it's, it's gonna look... maybe that's me just justifying why it's gonna <laughs> not be as good as it, I think it, it should be. But... Just like now, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I'm happy with it. <laughs> no, it'll look great, and um, it looks yeah. cool in camera. Yeah. Like all the burning stuff that was fun to shoot. Yeah, all yeah. the smoke and stuff. Yeah, and just... I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it's funny because I was like, I'm pushing it in. Sometimes, like, sometimes there's fire mm-hmm. and there's not a ton of smoke, and then I like blow out the fire, and then it's like, whoa, like crazy smoke. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. It looks good. <laughs> it's like it's got to do something, it has to release something. So it's either releasing fire or it's releasing smoke. Right. So. No, it was, but yeah, was cool. I was like, man, Devin could have, you know, I, I literally like did it once I drilled out the inside. I got the second, the, the time that I did it after you left, I got it all the way down. To the edges of the uh, of the so actual that would have been like yeah we could have fudged that being like oh that's the yeah shot. and then I, yeah and then I did one more and it, then I like burnt it even further and so actually the blades like sits down in just a little bit it's kind of cool so I mean I could just I can do that yeah. again it's fine no I I knew I was um, like I want to be done by seven so I can get home put Maeve down yeah uh, my wife will be there we had to talk about some stuff so it's like we had st- I had stuff mm-hmm. to do and then it was like yeah all right. Your own, it's it's one of those situations where you're already close to kind of your deadline, and then you're yeah. like, "Oh, this thing's taking longer. Well, that's fine. Let's shoot it." Okay, we're not done that yet. Um, we're over the time now, so let's let's yeah. do it one more time. See what we can get. Right, then after exactly. that one time, we're done. Done. You you just done. You're like that's. I was it. like, all yeah, right, that's I gotta all we go. Got. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I knew you had to go, right? I knew that. It was like, I looked at my watch. I was like, yep, seven. Like, that's when you had yeah, to leave. And to me, to I, was me, like, I well. saw that it didn't change much, you know? So it was just right. like, ah, well, yeah. there's going to be some. I didn't know it was, if I would have known it was 13 minutes, I would have stayed. But to me, right, it looked exactly, like yeah. it was going to be another little while. Yeah. So, And if I would have known it was going to take me one more time, I would have been like, oh, wait, let's just do one right, more. You know, like, right. I'll do it real quick. Just get the shot, right, you know? Right. But I didn't know either, right? It's because, like, I could tell that the tang was bottoming out in where in the bottom of the hole where the hole had gone from two holes to oh, one, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. there was, like, a big shelf there. But then as I was drilling, I was just drilling it by hand um, with my drill and, you know, with the same size drill bit. And I could feel that it was actually cleaning out that hole pretty well. Yeah. And then so once I got it cleaned out and I burnt it in one more time, it went almost all it's the way It's fine. Down. I, I mean, like, oh, we okay. showed the process and maybe we'll do it, you know, maybe yeah. do it one more time just to see it. But, um, right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, okay, how do we transition now to be like, and it's done, you know? <laughs> like, right. like, is it? Yeah, do we do? Yeah, right. So maybe heat it up one more time, put it in just to get the smoke and get the final seating or whatever. And right, maybe you know, just heat on. up the little bottom bit of it. Like, right, that goes do the in. Final, so just, just seat it yeah, in. So it's get not it hitting nice all the sides. It's just just a little tip. Just yeah, tip. right. Just tip. Just self feels. Just get a little more in there. <laughs> or ouch, ouch, you're on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man so yeah other than that man i've been uh just busy busy you know busy. like the last couple weekends drew and i have been down working on the boat and getting that ready because that's got it's going in the water on tuesday or something next week and i'm not going to be here because i'll be up in vermont my stu- spring break 
had my uh, yeah my class started. I actually I thought that it was starting on the thirtieth, but then I went in and checked earlier this week, and it started on the twentieth. Oh, so no. I had a couple of assignments due and uh, all of that. But fortunately, uh, the the you know online program, the school that I'm doing that through, also has spring break next week. So mm. it's like, yeah, we won't have any assignments due in spring break. I was like, yes, that's so <laughs> nice. I was like, I don't have to take my laptop. And then I was like, oh, the podcast. And I was like, nope. Not gonna do it. We'll just skip next week. <laughs> you know, I need a break. Uh, so, but so yeah, we won't be, be back next week, right? Every, yeah, I'll be up in up in Vermont. Everyone enjoy and, your uh, your Easter. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to go up, and I'm actually like we said, you know, we're cleaning up our skis and snowboard and stuff. I'm going snowboarding on Monday. We're going up to Mount Snow up in Vermont. Super excited for that because it's been. A, you know, maybe three or four years since we've gone skiing or snowboarding. Kind of and so, terrible uh, name. Really... Mount Let's Snow. Come up with anything else. All right, yeah, let's ski on this mountain. This is great. What should we call it? Mount Ski? Nah, a bit too on the nose. Mount <laughs> Snow? Perfect. Love it. <laughs> Stop right there. Wow. How'd you no. come up with that? Should we go on further? No, no that's, that's it. it. You Mount got snow. it. That's that, it. That describes snow. it well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's... It's a convenient mountain. It's like a, a it's a smaller mountain compared to other mountains yeah. in Vermont. But you know what it is. You but know, uh, it says it right there in the name. That's yeah, Mount Snow. There you go. Yep. It's about a half an hour from my in laws' house. It's oh, perfect. perfect. Yeah. So we're gonna go up, and it's you know like all mountains and skiing. It's ridiculously expensive. Ooh. It's crazy. Ooh. It's like a hundred bucks a day or more Just for, for an adult pass. Yep. Oh, yeah. Not God. no rental, no nothing. Yeah. It used to be last time we went, maybe not the last time, but like two or three times ago, we were able to buy tickets early. Like we bought them in January and we went up in April and, uh, or whatever, maybe we bought them a month ahead or a month and a half ahead of time. And they were like $35 or something when oh, you bought them ahead yeah, of time yeah. like that. And then I was like, well, let's see what they are. And we looked, you know, not too long ago when we decided we were actually going to go up to Vermont because we were not, we were a little on the fence for a little bit and we usually do go up during spring break and. So once we realized we were going to go, we're like, okay, well, maybe we will go up on that, and that'd be cool. So let's look at the ticket prices. <laughs> it was like adults are like $104, and what? kids kids 17 and under, which is kind of cool. I'm, I'm glad that they consider kids all the way up to 17. They're like $80 or something. Still, like, and, that, and that's crazy. just daytime skiing, right? Yeah, because the mountains no. up there, they don't they don't really do night right. skiing. Yeah, it's just like that's when, uh, you know, daylight. I remember it's back crazy. in our day, didn't you get like a night pass for like 150 bucks? For like the whole, the whole as the much whole, as you want. The whole season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As much skiing. Now that is. It might have been 300 or something or whatever it was. It, 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 maybe I, not. Yeah, it, it was pretty more cheap. Than two or 300. I, I feel like it was mm-hmm. like 190. One, you know? Like, for a, yeah, for like a whole season's pass where you could go up anytime. After I like have four a vague feeling our parents wouldn't give us. I mean. By that time, by the time we were skiing, we had our jobs. I remember paying for some of that early on. Yeah, I don't think we all right, would have yeah. got that pass early on if it was three hundred bucks. But anyway, right, just saying, yeah, right. And that's Maryland skiing, so it's a little bit different. But you could go to three different mountains with this night pass, and it was okay mm-hmm. skiing. Like it's fine. Yeah, even now, like in Maryland, because I think all of the uh, the what are they called the ski resorts? Because it's ski round top, ski whitetail, and ski liberty. Yeah. 
they're all they're all owned by the company that owns Vale out in Colorado, whatever that company is. Same company that owns like almost all the mountains. <laughs> they're so expensive now; it's crazy. They're like, if you go to any of our mountains here in Maryland, it's still like eighty bucks, ninety what? bucks for for a day pass. Yep, it's crazy. It's so like so far out of the realm of what makes sense for most normal people mm-hmm. to go on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's, it's like why you know like i understand yeah of course the mountain takes a lot of electric to run and da 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 da. but like really that's crazy it's I like mean, so restricted yeah. that, that price that's it's not necessarily insane. a business that has taken hits i mean maybe they have like right. everyone else but yeah. it's like you're not building anything i mean are you telling mm-hmm. me that water's more expensive Right, exactly. Water and electricity isn't necessarily more expensive. The stuff that you have to no. make snow. You already got the mountain. Uh-huh. Yep. Like, but, you know, for people who want to go, you can go to a resort for free. But if you want to sit on the lift that takes you to the top of the mountain, that's when you got to pay. Right. Yep. <laughs> like, that's you can crazy. go hang out. Maybe you can just hang out. Yeah, just go down to have the, some uh, drinks at the the, <laughs> the lodge. The lodge. <laughs> get some get some fries. I love going. I, <laughs> some chicken I love tenders. going to the lodge and click clacking around in my boots. <laughs> yeah, trying to right, go, exactly. go down some steps. That's fun. I feel like a spaceman coming in from an adventure. Like I made it. I do think. Where's my tenders? There are some. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was we were talking to our friends who actually have um, – there was like this uh, Thanksgiving or, or Black Friday sale or something that was – you know, you can buy a certain amount of tickets for a, a relatively cheaper price, something like maybe like 30 or $40 a ticket. But you have to – they're like really far ahead of time, you know, it was like – and you had to get at least six or seven, right? Oh. So they did that. And I was like, well, that makes sense, right? Because if you can get a certain amount of tickets, then, you know, you're still paying like a 1000 bucks. But but it's like it makes sense, you know, as long as you go five or six times, then you can, you know, then you you make it right. It's worth it that mm-hmm. way. But but then like, you know, they, they had that in this winter and Maryland was so bad. You know, it's been so warm and we had a couple like cold spells and there's but been like no, no snow, snow. So everything's been yeah, everything's just been, you know, made snow. But but that being set up in Vermont, they'd had they've had a wicked winter, like crazy tons yeah. of snow. So they just got four more inches the other day. So my father in law sent a picture, and he's on on the lift going up and being like, "We got more more snow today. It's gonna be nice when you guys get here." So they're like super excited. So I'm gonna be doing the opposite thing this Sunday. We're going on a um, an Easter train. It was really just mm-hmm. the the train up in uh, New Freedom, PA. And oh, they, nice. they, they take train. old school <laughs> rides back and forth, um, yeah. up up and down, and up towards Railroad PA, and you keep going. It's a nice little ride. Nice. It, it's what the hike and bike, it's what the NCR trail continues on to be. Right. There's an actual yeah. train that rides through it. <laughs> nice. So they have, <laughs> you know, cool. it's it's fun for kids, and you get, um, I mean, it's fun. I like it, too. I like getting on those old trains. Yeah. Going yeah, we did one that went, that went out of Cumberland one time. They have a train that goes out of Cumberland that goes up and back. And we did that one time with Corinne. That was really fun. They also have a train from the BNO Railroad station here in Baltimore, Baltimore and Ohio, Baltimore and Ohio Railroad. And uh, you can do some stuff. I think one year we did a it was like a Harry Potter themed you know <laughs> event at where everyone was dressed up, and then you take you know you get like a ticket and you go on the train that takes you 
three miles down the down the track and then you get off there's like a, this cool old house that's down there so you can get in you can do a tour of the house or you can just get hang out really and get weird the train what and takes you back to the station West baltimore <laughs> looks nothing like the countryside of england this is yeah right exactly <laughs> it was cool though. It was, everybody's all kids are running around, uh, all, yeah. kids and adults. Everyone's running around like you know, wearing cool like capes and robes and yeah. stuff. And you know, last year we did we did the time. train last year. And I think we did it twice. We did it like Christmas train too or whatever you know. Yeah, uh, you the Polar <laughs> Express. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but then when they did the egg hunt, is like two. They like hold everyone back, all the kids and stuff, and then it's just uh. like Braveheart. <laughs> you like because it's like kids are on all sides, yeah. Right, and it's nice. like, all right, go. Everyone's just like, <laughs> it's insane. Maeve got trampled last year. This she's a little bit more spry and tough this year, you know. Nice two and a half instead of one and a half. It's a big change. <laughs> it's a big change. She can be throwing out. Oh, she's she's gonna bow, be bow. swinging. She doesn't mess around anymore. <laughs> she's got her attitude. Oh, she knows how fun. to jump. Like, Jumping over people, jump. she's gonna be yeah, kicking yeah. off people yeah. right now. She'll be yelling that a lot. Yeah. She likes to yell that because right. we say it. And she started counting. She started right. counting us down, like because we count her down. <laughs> she'll be angry. I'll be like, no pretzels. Three. She'll be like, three, <laughs> one. Doesn't really do them in order, but she yells numbers yeah. at me. Two. I'm like, no, you're not getting pretzels. You don't count me down. Yeah, right. Just like, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> no pretzels. Uh, right now. One, three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing uh we'll be doing some type of Easter egg hunt thing, although Corinne's thirteen, but we still do it. Like we changed we switched over to doing just traditional like Easter egg hunt yeah. things for her when she was little to doing the uh the Easter egg a scavenger hunt. Oh yeah, that's more fun. Yeah. Nah, that's always that's, that's fun, just fun. Right? Everybody so wants like, to do that. Yeah, and then we we always hide the hide hide some eggs in the house. She's got to find the eggs first, and then she finds the eggs, and they have pieces of a puzzle that she puts together that gives nice. her scavenger hunt to find her basket. One egg so. at the end has a switch game in it. And then <laughs> yeah, it's right. Got, exactly. It's got that new Zelda game bucks. in it. Oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, it's coming out soon. Cool. We we pre-ordered it. I don't know how you nerds. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get my copy back. <laughs> yeah, right. You can. And we're back. We're back. Okay. Not sure what happened, but it just stopped hearing my microphone. So now we're, oh, back. we're back. Yeah. I can. Uh, yeah. So good. Yes. So we were we were continually we were still talking about Easter, which is fun. <laughs> 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 we got a well, yeah. So it'll be fun. Got some things planned, big yeah. fun things. It's gonna be cool. Good yeah, stuff. we were we were originally gonna go up to so so my mother in law. I can't remember if I talked about this or not. My mother in law is having surgery on her foot, and she's a very like she wants to be a hostess. So so my wife was like, well, that's fine. We'll come up. We can help you out. Like you know, because you're gonna have surgery. Blah 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 blah. We can you know, it's it was gonna be on Thursday like next week. She's like, but then my mother-in-law was like, no, I'm just going to be stressed out. I'm not going to want anyone there. I want to be able to like just sit and not have to worry about cleaning or cooking or any of that stuff. Right. And she knows that if we're there, she's going to think about it. So, so we're like, okay, well, we'll just not go up. And then, uh, 
and then and then my wife was like, okay, well, we're gonna um, we will go up. We're just gonna go up to you know her parents' house for the first half of the week, and then we'll leave on Wednesday night or something or Thursday morning. We'll go over to the seacoast where her uncle lives, and we'll go stay with him for a couple of days. I was like, okay, cool. So I had that in mind. That's what we were gonna be doing, and then. Um, and then just like two days ago, she's like, no, we're actually going to go up and, and Howard, her uncle's going to come over and we're going to stay. And her, and my mother-in-law actually pushed her, her surgery got pushed back one day to a Friday. And since my father-in-law will be working, Nicole was like, okay, well we can drop her mom off at, you know, her surgery. She can get it done and then we can pick her up and take her home. And then we'll just leave the next morning, right? So, mm-hmm. so it worked out because we were going to leave on Saturday to come back anyway. So, since she's having her surgery now on Friday, we'll just leave on Saturday. So, it's all going to be fine. But we'll, but because we're going up for Easter and we're not going to be there on Easter, <laughs> we're going to do Easter dinner the weekend before. So, her uncle's going to come over. Um, he's actually there he'll be there tomorrow and then we're going to be up there on saturday and maybe her aunt as well and we'll all do it easter dinner this weekend and then we'll uh we'll stay for the week go skiing on monday and hang out and enjoy the very wintry vermont wintry vermont for a couple of days and then we'll come back and i'll be back on saturday which would be what day of the week is that what what's that like uh the, the 10th or something or, or uh Oh, yeah. Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the seventh. The, yeah, the eighth. Right. Yeah. So we'll be back on the eighth, um, and then we have then another week and four days. Another week and four days before our the the Gunstock War Club video needs to be done. I told you and not to up. do any more of these. Here we are again. <laughs> That's all right, you know. And now, when did we start this? In January. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know it's fine it's mostly done it's just uh <laughs> it's somebody mostly, needs to it's it's mostly done just not edited at all no yeah well you know it's mostly shot yeah yeah well, you, That's easy editing. you have a whole week to edit everything we've done so far <laughs> which has not been all that much <laughs> you've done a lot you've done a lot yeah yeah we have done yeah it's, it's just like three days worth of Three, four days worth of shooting. It's a lot, yeah. a lot of fun. And I, yeah, and then I spent a day doing the, you know, forging out the blade and all. Yeah, yeah, it's been an additional day. Yeah, knives, man, they're just brutal. <laughs> well, that's like you know, again, like that's going to be the kind of the the shorter part, and it's just like forging a point and then grinding. That was it for that one because there's no heat treat. Like that <laughs> yeah, one's pretty but... easy, but it is all the rest. Like you know, <laughs> the handle, which is the gun stock part mm. portion. You know, shaping that and all. Yeah. I guess it's good that we started what we did. It's just been it's been a busy time for both of us over the last like two three months. It's been crazy because we started this in January, right? So we had January and February, and now all of March. Like it shouldn't have taken us this long to do it, but you know, just that's what happens when you both we both live normal lives and have all sorts of other stuff that we have to do too. Yeah, it's busy. So that should be. I got sick for three weeks. That didn't help. Yeah, right, exactly. That was yeah, the big thanks thing. Thanks a lot. <laughs> we finally got COVID. Um, yeah, right, because we were, we were shooting, and we were like, okay, well, we'll shoot. We shot that one night, and we were good, and then you were like, oh, I have COVID. <laughs> I was like, yeah. crap. And then, yeah, and you just wanted to hang on to COVID for, like, ever. I know, and then we'll <laughs> give it up. And we're going to give you up. Um, like, I get all this time off. It's great. I can sit around and do nothing. 
<laughs> yeah, but with me, if I get time off, it's uh, I don't get paid as well. Yeah, right. Exactly. They're like, yeah, like, oh, you, I get to yeah. stay home with my you daughter. Can stay home all you all want. I'm not gonna yeah. pay you. We'll see you when you do. <laughs> like, oh, see man. you when you get back. <laughs> um. So what's I gonna say? Oh, just um, a couple uh, pop culture shows been watching. Uh, yeah, one I've been really happy with. And one I've been very disappointed with. Well, maybe very spit harsh. All right. Um, I told you earlier today I was been watching Severance on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. good. Um, uh, I pulled the cast here as well. I didn't even tell you, but it's it's a great, great cast. Really well done. Um, ben Stiller directs it. It's a sci-fi show, nine episodes. Um, but the idea is. This company, if you want to work for our company, there's some like confidential stuff we don't want you to bring home. So we will do this brain implant where you, your home self doesn't remember when you were at work and and your work self doesn't remember you being home. So you get up in the morning, do your normal stuff, live, and then head to work and then Right when you step in the elevator, you step right back out of the elevator. That's all you know. <laughs> like, oh, I just worked for eight hours. But I'm heading home. Going to have a beer and go to bed. Like, something like that, right? But then the flip, the really bad flip side is your work self is stuck in work. <laughs> right, yeah. And you are, it's like imprisoned. And in this show, it's like a, you know, a windowless basement. Mm. You know, just white walls everywhere. And everything's like very organized go here and you, yeah, you don't this. you don't remember you anything this. you did yeah nothing yeah. you just you know you leave work after a long day and you step right back out of the elevator hey welcome back we're gonna do this blah blah, blah. so you are like oh. it's like hell you're you're trapped in this weird uh. and all they do are sort numbers yes. or, or this the, the main department that the, that the show is um based off of um so like they they are aware consciously that they are not only living in the world of their work. They know, but it's, they... it's, it's told because right. what happens. I mean, I don't, I don't spoil it too much, but you wake yeah, up kind of right. not knowing where you are, and then they show a videotape of yourself going, "Hey, this is where you are. Uh, this right, is what's yeah. happening. I'm doing this of my own free accord. You are here now, um, and this is just how it's going to be." Mm-hmm. And then everyone deals with that different. Um, Adam Scott, right. you know him? He's a, He does comedy. He was in Parks and Rec. Um, but the big big names are like John Totoro. He's in it. Yep. Um, uh, what's, oh, geez, what's, what's his name? Um, Christopher Walken's in it. Oh, nice. And, and some other really good. Every, everybody's really good. Like you said, directed by Ben Stiller, or most episodes are. It's just really well done. Um, nice. And then I there's like a a cliffhanger ending that I thought wasn't a cliffhanger because I watched nine episodes and I just assumed there was ten. <laughs> okay. So I was like, oh, this crazy thing happens at, at the end of nine. Like, you know, okay, we're wrapping up the season. We're going to find out some stuff. And you do find, find out some stuff, but it's like this one thing happens. And you're like, oh, cool. Let's find out what happens. And it, then that that point where it shows you another show. Like, hey, you might like this. Too. I'm like, wait, why do they show me other shows? Right. No, yeah. it's that crap. 
<laughs> I, I was sure for some reason I just assumed there was ten. Right. Yeah. And it trolled me. What did I just? That just happened to me with something I was watching. Oh, maybe it was The Last of Us. I just didn't realize that I had gotten to the end. <laughs> you know, I didn't know how many there were, and I was like, "Oh no, that's it." Uh. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> really that is one one of the crappy things about watching these shows, like when they're coming out. You know, it's like I gotta wait till next season. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Last <laughs> I of binge it later. I do think Severance is coming out with a season two soon. Oh, cool. I'm nice. a little late on it. I think it was like a year ago. It was, but I just got a free subscription. Oh, nice. right like that. So, um, right. That and the Mandalorian season three has been disappointing. Oh man, that's a shame. Yeah, like it's it's got no direction, mm. like story mm. direction. Like it's right. just like kind of oh we're here we're with the Mandalorians. There's this. Hey, let's go here. Oh, let's come back. Let's go here. I mean that can be interesting, obviously, but it's just like right. nothing has any. Nothing feels like there's any weight to it. Um, right. Everything just kind of happens out of nowhere. Like, it's just like, oh, we're getting attacked by this thing. Oh, and right. it's over. And the next scene. It feels like a, someone said, like a, like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, right. Like, oh, this thing arrives this week. And then it's gone. And then you're like, but that doesn't do anything. Like, All right, so I saw that. And that, that person attacked, but it didn't further anything. Like, Right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's... I mean, you can. Do I kind of had like, that. Yeah, I kind of had that thought when, you know, the at the end of Mandalorian season two, mm-hmm. you know, he got Grogu to where he was taking him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, okay, now what do you do? Like, how do you? What's the next thing? You know, what's the next goal? What's the what's the what's the arc of the show? Where, where are we going after this? You know. If it were me, what I would <laughs> season three would have been, you don't, spoiler alerts. If you want to see Mandalorian, you haven't. Spoiler alert, fast forward, but. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but that's okay. But no, I'm, you, saw the end of, you, you saw the end of season two. Oh, right? oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Yep. Did you see Boba Fett? Mm. You mean the show? Yeah. The yeah, book of the, Boba Fett. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, they do resolve it in that. You basically have three more or two more Mandalorian episodes. Right. Yeah. Which were actually really good. So if you started out the season like that with those. Right. I probably would have had a better feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, so, yeah, he gets Grogu back. Right. Right. Yeah. So. But you should. That should have been season three. Getting him back. Right. And that's your whole season. That's a great arc. That's a great. Yeah. Ending goal to get to. Why right. didn't you stretch that out and have Mandalorian do? He can still do episodic stuff, like right? Really, really cool things. Like, yeah, he like show him being back to a bounty hunter. Like that's cool. Like, right, he murders exactly. some more people and he does some shady stuff and then he feels bad about it and then he finds out I have to do some stuff to this, you know, and, and then move back to and then finally say. I don't want to do this anymore. I want right. to, I want to move beyond this. I feel like I have a son in Grogu and I want to do that that should be your season 3. Right. Not mm. not like oh he's back and then there's all this kind of in 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 uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's just I mean 
I want to say it's a shame because because I know you like you loved Mandalorian one and two. You know, yeah. you're all about it. Like, yeah. and and you know, like I haven't watched yet, and I'm sure I'll think they're fine, but because <laughs> that's and a they, lot I mean, and I will say I'm being hard on them because I love the first two. Right, it's yeah, still yeah. good. Like, it's still yeah. entertaining stuff. There's still spaceship battles and and like right. But it, it all there's no. It doesn't have the story arc that you were hoping for. Yeah, right? you yeah. know, it's it's becoming. I don't know if it's like Marvel style or not. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just show a bunch of things happen. Like it doesn't matter what happens or why it's happening. Just right. here's the characters you like doing things. Right. Yeah. You know, like okay, fine, but I want to. I want it to be a, a a reason they're doing things. Right. Yeah. And it's Making... it starts to get a little bit of like. This doesn't make. There's a few things like why are they doing that? Like they don't have to do that. Like, right. This episode could be over right now if they just flew right here and did that. Like you know, <laughs> I you know I, I don't know. Yeah, but there's my review of half of <laughs> season three. <laughs> yeah, what, what I, I feel like I've been watching something, but I don't know. I <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was I watched. What a, I guess it's just The Last of Us. That's what I was catching up on. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've watched a lot of stuff recently, but not. I can't really like put my finger on any of it. I mean, other than what we talked about before, I've been watching a lot of the um, the around the world, the uh, the ocean race. You know, the, what used to be called the Volvo Ocean Race. Watching a lot of a lot of that on YouTube. Yeah, which is really cool because they're like, just it's. And I, I talked about this before, but they're go, you know, they're on this leg of the of the race, and it, they're le- they left, um, they left South Africa, and sailed east, south of uh, Australia, through the Southern Ocean to the tip of South America, um around Cape Horn and then they're going like their their leg is stopping on the you know on the east coast of South America and you're like yeah. and in my mind I'm like South Africa to South America that's the wrong direction you know you go the other way across the Atlantic <laughs> <laughs> and or if you're going to go west you're going like north of you know <laughs> Australia and near like India and Japan and all the the Philippines <laughs> and all that across the Pacific but they're going like the southern ocean and uh, yeah. in my mind that's like forever but then the 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 kind of main um you know host of the show that like you know he's back in the main headquarters and he talks and when all the people send in stuff he like showed it in on a globe and it's like from oh, yeah. the southern tip of south africa he's going down you know obviously you can't go around the bottom cuz all uh, antarctica is there but you're going like at a diagonal and it's really not that far i mean it's still you know 3 3 right. and a half 4 weeks yeah. on the water it's a long way but like but you always see the map you're like it's usa all the way over to japan that's yeah, as right. far as it goes, why well, go the opposite way? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I had, I, I had a buddy, um, an Italian friend of mine, who just assumed that every map, your country was the center of the map, because <laughs> Italy is kind of around the center of the map. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he was like, "Your map is the same, like, uh, like why isn't U.S. center?" And you know, and you get, and yeah, you right. like, <laughs> I was like, "No, they're all like that. Italy's the center." And, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder though. I mean, you know, like, I yes, I, I, 
all the ones I've seen and, you know, we see from over the years, you see old maps from, you know, the European explorers and stuff. But I wonder, I guess, and I guess I've even seen some old Japanese, you know, like old ancient maps from different parts around the world. But I guess it's, I guess because all the way, the far east was Japan. Right. And as far west as you could go was Europe. So that was always the, the boundaries. Right. So yeah, you add, you, yeah, you, yeah, you add right. the Americas. It's just, okay, so it's a little bit beyond that on the west, but that's still on this side of the map. Right. And the yeah. far east is still the far east. That's, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because the people who are making maps were, you know, or what we consider as, you know, Modern maps were European explorers, Europeans, Italians. Yeah, and, and so they Germans were going west and, or yeah, east. Yeah, yeah right. right. It's, right. Yeah, that's like the what we th- consider the modern map, mm-hmm. right? It's people who it's like because you weren't making maps of the oceans until there were ships to sail the oceans, you know, and they didn't go back all that long, right? Right. English, so, French, Spanish. Right. Yeah, and there's like you know, like I said, I've seen some older Chinese and Japanese maps from you know whatever dynasties a thousand years ago but 2000 years ago but you know there was the they're much more just centered around themselves you know it's just like the one thing you know and maybe a little bit of the surrounding areas but yeah not yeah it's wild but yeah just to think about that i was like oh man that's crazy they can go like a leg of your race is from the southern tip of south africa to the southern (laughs) around the southern tip of south america but not going across the atlantic ocean like how is that one leg? Shouldn't the leg be from like South Africa to India and then India to Australia and Australia to Japan, Japan to Hawaii and Hawaii to California, you know, like skip them. But the other thing is like these boats that they're on go so fast, you know, they're foiling, foiling sailboats. And so they're going an average of 20 knots, you know, maybe sometimes 30 knots, sometimes 40 knots, you know, like going so fast that they're doing that whole distance in, you know, two three and a half weeks, four and a half weeks, something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's flying. One more thing before we do our recommendations. I uh, finally convinced um, my, uh, my, my, my buddy Guy and his wife to get e-bikes. <laughs> yeah, so they're getting theirs. He's all excited for it and asking me about accessories. And Did he, uh, did he go with... Um... With Rad Runner, or did he go with something else against your he went, recommendation? He, he went and see my recommendation <laughs> necessarily wasn't the one I got. Right, I'm just telling him why I like the one I got. <laughs> like these are some of the things you should have, even if it's not this one. Right, but maybe get something like this or with a few of the things that I think it should have. But he went, <laughs> he went with a mild version. I think I talked him down because he wanted like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want like this. I want everything. I want it super fast. I'm like, I kept saying like, what are you doing that it needs to go like 35, 40 miles per hour? Right. It's not a dirt bike. <laughs> you're not doing jumps. You were going on trails. Yeah, you're just cru- yeah right. <laughs> like nice rail trails and parks and stuff like that. And like, we're not we're not going to do jumps and stuff like we're not nece- and we're not even necessarily mountain biking with these things even though you can with some of them right but like that's not what we want to do you're not traveling like 10 or 20 or 30 miles to work mm-hmm. you know it's not a motorcycle right <laughs> yeah so i talked him down so they went a little little better but they went nice. to a bike shop and got him and now he's all anxious cuz he he um um he doesn't have tracking numbers or anything cuz they're going to build it for him 
Oh, so cool. it's like, I don't know. They say it's going to come like a week or two. I don't know. <laughs> so he's been buying, he's been buying all this stuff. And I'm like, I know how I, I do the same thing. You know, you get excited, <laughs> yeah. you have something and you start buying all the little things for it before you even have it and know if you need the little things. <laughs> so I'm like, Hey, just hold off before you buy all this stuff. Like, see if you need it. And he's like, I'm going to get, I, I just bought a cell phone holder. <laughs> I, was, I was like, don't get a cell phone holder. Like you don't need, unless you're a biker in the city. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Then you're, like, kind of navigating. But, again, you're going on, like, paved trails. <laughs> you don't need to know, like, what do you need to know? You need a GPS? You need to, like, see when someone's calling you? Like, this is the time to, like, pack your cell phone away and just have fun. And, like, oh, like, that's the fun <laughs> of it. Like, going on a long trail. Like, wait, where are we? You see, like, <laughs> right. you know, another yeah, exactly. place go by. Like, wow, we, oh, we went 10 miles. Like, oh, that's cool. Like. And just be present. So I was, I was telling him those things. He's like, ah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to wear a helmet. That's tough. Oh, yeah, all right. My man, just wear a helmet. Everything else can break and get hurt, but your head smacks off that ground. You're you're in trouble. Yeah, you right, are, exactly. You're in trouble. And who are you, like, trying to impress to not wear a helmet? You know, like. You think, I mean, do you think you look. I mean, whatever, you, everyone looks a little goofy, but no one's... Yeah. I've never looked at a biker with a helmet and gone like, oh, they look stupid. Like, it doesn't... It's just a thing. Right, exactly. It's just part of what it is. It's what you do. And who who is he trying to impress, right? He's married. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like, you already got the girl. <laughs> you can look yeah, as dumb like, as you want. You're just, safe. Just you have a wife and a, and a son. Like, what are you doing, you know? I'm trying. I'm trying to <laughs> reel him in. God bless him. Yeah, it's not a, it's, yeah, too risky. <laughs> just put a helmet on. I mean, that's all. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, it's. Yeah. Just put just, a helmet on. Just put a helmet on. Yeah. I know the thing about helmets, we were, you know, like, um, we grew up, like, skiing and snowboarding without helmets. You know, it was just sort of what it was. You just didn't wear a helmet when you mm-hmm. ski or snowboard. is what it was. But now we do. I don't even think about it. And everyone does. It's crazy. You know, it's not crazy. It's good. You know, you go up on the mountain, and every almost every single person on the mountain is wearing a helmet. I'm like, hmm, that actually makes sense, right? I guess when uh, Sonny Bono died, everyone was like, we need helmets. No, that was like seven. <laughs> no, husband. no way. Because <laughs> <You're like, laughs> yeah. he hit a tree and died. <laughs> yeah, that's going to hurt you no matter what. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. When we were in high school and stuff, no one wore helmets. No one. No. Yeah. No, yeah, barely, yeah, like, you would see occasionally maybe someone randomly, but, yeah, no one wore helmets. And now it's, I don't even think about it, you know, it's that's what you do. And we had to, like, make sure all of our, or we had to make sure Corinne's helmets still fit, you know. It's like, fortunately, it does, which is kind of nice. Although you can rent helmets on the mountains now, so, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that's a little less than a bike, but you fall right. a lot, yeah. so there's a little bit more. It's right, like exactly. the amount of times you fall on a on skis or snowboard compared is is higher than a bike. Right, yeah. But it, it's a little less dangerous if you fall in the snow than obviously if you fall on a trail. Right. So but but it evens yeah. out. You're you're like your percentages are are are, are kind of it probably yeah. evens out. Um Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, the amount of times that I've fallen snowboarding and hit my head probably a dozen or more yeah, over yeah, the years, you yeah, know, like yeah, me boom, too. like Oh, you know, like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so, be careful out there. But I'm excited. We're gonna have some. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, that cool. Yeah, that, that's it. Right on. Awesome. All right. Well, you have a recommendation this week. Um. Yeah. Let me find the exact 
E underscore C underscore Woodland Crafts. I think that's the full name. Yep. No, E underscore C underscore Woodland underscore Crafts. Um, okay. I don't know his name, but I've seen him a lot on Instagram. They do. He does um, bushcraft and leather work and all a bunch of stuff. And he's got. Um, he just does a lot of camping. In England. Mm-hmm. It's nice. interesting. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. He makes uh, YouTube videos. Um, relatively small channel on Instagram, but but still uh, solid stuff. Cool. He's got over a 1,000 followers on Instagram, so he's, he's doing well. Um, I, li- I, I like those channels, just seeing someone in another country just doing the stuff, making fires, doing this, setting up a cool tent, you know, yeah. having a... Having a talk to the camera a little bit and then um i, I just like seeing them where they go i uh it's uh but it, he, he does a good job um uh, what else do you do you like uh, um is it interesting to you because it's in another country is that one of the things that like helps it's it more interesting. interesting yes okay yeah because I like seeing different countrysides than I'm used to. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, it's kind of you. You just look around; everything's just slightly different. Right. Like, oh, it's yeah. Oh, he's like in a. He's doing. You know, he's doing all the stuff we're doing, but just in an English version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, you know, when they seem like a, a nice person, nice guy, mm-hmm. good stuff. Oh, and I did. I I don't know if he's listening or not, but if he is. Because I just recently commented from the Art of Craftsmanship to his channel just saying I liked one of the videos of them mm-hmm. camping. Um, hopefully he's not disappointed that it was me and not you. <laughs> there might be some... Because sometimes, I, I mean, I comment on stuff a lot just as much as Dustin does. Some maybe right. people do know or don't know. But we right. both... Because there's a lot of comments. Right. So if, yeah. there's, if there's comments that aren't specific to a technical question, I'll answer mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are like, oh, thanks so much, Dust, like Dustin, or oh, cool, go ahead. I'm like, I just don't answer. I'm like, oh, well, it's not Right, him. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so hopefully it's, he's not it's the answer is there, right? <laughs> hopefully he's not disappointed. <laughs> but now Dustin, I'm sure he will watch. and uh, <laughs> Right, exactly. You can get a, a real message from him. <laughs> when, when I'm like, why am I subscribed to this channel? This is weird. <laughs> what is this now? Who did it's, that? It's <laughs> not leather work, work and bushcrafting and camping. I would never like this. <laughs> right, exactly. Nah, but good stuff. So uh, check them nice. out. EC Woodland Crafts. Cool. All right. So uh, my recommendation, um, I'll actually do two. I'll do a quick one and then I'll do a little bit longer one. So. My um, my first recommendation is um, Evers Forge Works. It's John David Evers. He's um, just a, a maker, and he does a lot of really cool kind of uh, traditional Native American-inspired and old Western-inspired knives and tomahawks, and he also does some war clubs and some different things. And one just popped up in my feed recently, and I thought it was really cool looking it was like um one of the um one of the what do they call it i guess uh war club but like a um a ball and you know like a i guess it's still just a war club but it's more of like a 
you know, a ball in the end of a, of a wooden handle, but it's all carved and, and he had a cool like metal spike coming off of it. And it's just like super, really nice, beautiful grain. And like, and the polish on the end of this war club was like so shiny. It was like reflective. And I was thinking, (laughs) I was like, that's one of those things that pops into my head, you know, and I see it and it's, it's in my catalog of, Oh, that would be cool. You know, like if I could do something like that, like, do I polish this thing up to be so shiny? You know, can you get it like that? So, yeah. Um, but he does some really cool stuff. So you can check him out. That's uh, Everest Forge Works on Instagram. And um, my other recommendation is uh, John, uh, sorry, Jason Nix. Um, Jason is uh, Tool Scrounge on Instagram. Um, and uh, I'm recommending him. Um, he actually was at a couple of the maker camps that we were at, the last two maker camps. I don't know if we ever actually met him or talked to him, but. Um, but he he follows me, and I actually follow him. And I recently picked up a really cool old drill press. Um, this is a Atlas drill press, and I knew it was missing some pieces, but I got it for fifty five dollars on uh, on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, that's nice. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like fifty five bucks, and it was like kind of close to me, so I reached out to the guy, and you know, went and picked it up, and um, I asked him. I asked him if he, you know had like because i couldn't see that it was an atlas drill press but i could tell that it was an older one um so maybe it's from the 50s or 60s or something i could tell just by the body of the drill press and it's a full like you know standing drill press from the from the floor floor standing drill press and so i picked that up and and then i posted it on instagram and asked if anybody knew if i could find the kind of the, the different pieces that i was missing that that really stand out for that type of drill press and um and jason reached out to me and and he actually had some pieces cuz he had one that he had purchased um a while back and was going to restore but it had some cracks in some of the um the bigger casting pieces so he kind of decided that he wasn't really going to be able to restore that one so he was like well maybe i'll just part it out so he reached out to me and told me he had some pieces and we kind of talked back and forth and then I got the the pieces. So I got the pulley cover that sits on the top. That's the really kind of iconic look of this. It's kind of a, like a bulbous head that goes above the drill press, which is really cool. Nice. So I got that plus a few like adjustment handle knobs and other things that were part of it that I was able to kind of pick off. So he does all sorts of cool stuff and he does a lot of like tool restoration, which I love seeing that and does just a ton of different things. So if you can check him out on Instagram again, that's uh, uh, at tool scrounge on Instagram. Jason Nix does some really cool stuff and uh, has a wide variety of interests, which is always fun, but you know, it's all different tool stuff. So yeah, he scrounged you up some parts. He did. It was the perfect. Name works. <laughs> Tool scrounge. He's like, I might have something. I might be able to help you out. I might yeah. be able to find something. <laughs> and he actually was like, Well, what's your model number? Um, you know, I wonder if it's the same one. So I, I, I thought. So there is a tag on the side of mine um, that it has. Like I was able to kind of clean up and realize that it was an Atlas drill press, and that, and I could see that there were there's a serial number and a model number stamped into it, but it's all kind of corroded. So I, was like, I don't know if I'll be able to get to it. So. Um, he asked me if I knew the model number, so I just kind of sprayed it with some WD-40 and started wiping it off. And actually, most of that stuff came off, so I was actually okay. able to see a lot of, you know, the model number and the serial number. So I sent it to him, and he sent me a picture back with, like, the exact same model number. It's the one he had. I was like, nice. That's awesome. So he had exactly the same one, and so I got some of the parts. So they're on our way there. And, uh, yeah, so check out Jason's uh, Instagram. 
Tool Scrounge. Good well, stuff. I hope you didn't meet him because if he remembers that you did, it'll be very insulting. <laughs> He's like, we talked for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how many beers did I have in my hand? Yeah, right. Exactly. We could <laughs> did have I have become, in my hand? We could have been best friends. How many were stuffed in my pockets? <laughs> and how late yeah. was it on which I mean, which I know night? like he, um, there's like a picture of him from Mark Adams with Adam C and with, um, with, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Casey, um, Ben makes Casey. Mm-hmm. Like we did a conversation, we did a conversation with Ben and like, like I said, I recognize him. I recognize him from Maker Camp. Like I saw him and maybe he was around the fire one night or something like, but I just, um, I don't know if we ever had an actual conversation, but obviously we both follow each other and, uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you, Jason, for reaching out. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to get that together. And I was, uh, I went to, I have, um, so I built a little stand, like a wheelie stand for it. Cause it's a couple hundred pounds and I had to get it down into the shop, which I got down and you had a funny comment on Instagram about that. Um, <laughs> you're like, Oh, here we go. Whatever it was like more tools in the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put it on a little, I put it on some wheels so I can move it around and, uh, and I, I have a, um, a spray can of paint remover, and it's pretty old. It it's it was probably like seven or eight years old, but I only use a little bit at a time. So I tried it. I I open it up, and it's it's like pretty toxic. It's like you know, don't use indoors. Like wear gloves. You know, mm. make sure you have a mask on when you spray it. You don't want to get any like back spray splattered on you. So I was like, I like aimed it at the trash can, and I go to hit the button, and it's just like a little like tube of spray comes out like like oh. like, uh, like shaving cream I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> so I, I was at a as at home depot looking up getting some casters and a few other things to be able to work on it over the last weekend and um and i found a an orange based uh paint remover you know so like a s- similar spray can but it's like you know perfectly good to use it still says like to wear gloves but it's like you can do it indoors like you know the fumes aren't aren't toxic da, 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 da. so i was like ah oh, nice so i got a nice uh nice. spray spray paint remover or you know an orange paint remover that i'll put on that and you know get it back up into working order it needs some it needs some love it's got a like the he the guy flipped it on when i went and it's you know the the chuck and the and the drill bit's pretty off center like it's pretty wobbly you know <laughs> like Ooh, yeah. that's not good um, so it'll, it'll need some love, but, um, but I've, I've got the love to give. I'm excited. <laughs> it's a nice big drill press though. That's kind of the one thing that I, that I've been looking for over the last couple of years is a big floor standing drill press, something that's like taller and has some weight to it. And so once, once I, once I tune it up, it should work really well. We'll see. I'm excited. Nice. That'd, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's a cool thing, and it's just, and it looks it'll look really good too because the the drill press that I use most of the time is also another old one, and that's it looks so pretty. You know, it's like I, it's fun to use because it looks old. Like I love that. You know, there's just something really nice about old tools that oh, just yeah. give me the fizz in the shop. So <laughs> I'm excited to get another cool old tool. Right on. Cool. All right. All right, everybody. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Again, uh, we will we will not be recording next week, so I hope everyone has a good Easter. And uh, and we will see you guys back again two weeks from now for episode 126. We're going to have a really exciting guest. Oh, okay. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it on you. Oh, okay. It's out there now. In, so we'll have a really cool guest. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. We'll see. It might be me. We'll <laughs> back see. Back from it's, Vermont. It's one of us. 
<laughs> no, that'd be cool. Yeah, we there's there's some guests out there that we can get. So I'll see if I can get somebody. We'll see how how much effort I want to put into uh, reaching. You're like out I'm to burnt guests. out. I'm, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm not reaching out to anybody. <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody. <laughs> I just want to talk to you. It's fine. It's easy. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you back in two weeks. I hope you all have a good Easter. Uh, Devin, always a pleasure. Guys, make sure you head over to uh, YouTube and uh, follow us there. Um, Subscribe and check out our new videos. we got a kind of cool one coming out uh, in the near-ish future. Devin said you're working on that one. I might be able to do it. I might uh, be able to get out by Sunday. Nice, right on. And then we'll have the uh, Chopper Challenge video that's coming out on April 20th, which is 20 days away, which seems like a long time. But when half of that I'll be gone, it's going to seem like no time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And uh, and then if you don't already head over to Instagram, you can follow both myself and Devin. You can follow me at The Art of Craftsmanship and Devin at The Art of Camera Guy. See all the things that happen in the shop. We try to do a little bit behind the scenes. Other than that, thank you guys all so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.